Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 through, I'm, I'm going to have to get focused, so I'm just going to bubble over all day. Bubble and blubber. Hebrews chapter 1. Help if I'd go there. Hebrews 1, verses 1 through 4, the very beginning of Hebrews. Very first word in New King James Version. I've read several other versions. Some of them said, you know, preface who's talking. But in the New King James Version here, it just simply starts out God, Elohim, God. The creator of all things. Deity. The magistrate. Plurality in unity. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit together. God, the fullness of might. The one who is in covenant with his people. This is what all that, that's, this is what Elohim means. The strong one. He is absolute. He is unqualified, unlimited energy. Elohim. At various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds, who be in the brightness of his glory, and express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, Sit down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Have become so much better than the angels, as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Now, this declaration is just simply saying that the creator of all things, the most high God, the deity of all deities, the magistrate that sits above all magistrates, the father from whom all other fathers and, and, and family of God comes, the strength, the mighty one, the one who is mighty but in covenant with his people. This God spoke When you really grab hold of that and understand that God in his heavenly majesty, wherever the throne is, I don't know, we can see for billions and billions and billions and trillions of light years that there are galaxies beyond anything we can see. You can hold your thumb up to the sky and cover 50 galaxies with, with just your thumb. The ever-expanding creation of God, and yet that God, enthroned in majesty and full of glory, surrounded by everything that is 
amazing and awesome and beyond our imagination. Look down at this little speck of dust in this universe and spoke. The very vibration and frequencies of his voice begin to penetrate the atmosphere of this world and his voice began to speak into the hearts and minds of people. I don't know about you, but that is beyond my understanding of how we can even hear, comprehend, and even handle the frequencies of God formed into words penetrating into our soul. And yet that God, holy, beyond all things, hallowed be thy name. The word hallowed means separated, above, not connected to the things of this earth. Next time you say, how could God let this happen? Stop and say, oh yeah, God is separate from the wickedness and iniquity of this earth. He is not the author of all this. He is the author of glory. He is the author of good things. He is the author of salvation. He is the author of healing. But he refuses to control the souls of men and make them be obedient. But God in his heavenly presence, in his heavenly state, has decided to speak. Many times when Jesus is walking this earth and God would speak, many of them would say, was that thunder? It's thundering. When the children of Israel come to the mount and the presence of God was on the mount, it looked like fire and, and just, just looked like fire and it's tumult. Just a tumultuous scene of smoke and glory covering the top of that mountain. The, the very earth itself could barely stand the presence of God as it, as it was struggling just to keep from melting in his presence. And all of a sudden, the glory of God descended upon this mountain. And the people of God heard the thunderings and the voice of God. And they said, told Moses, said, you go up there. We don't want to talk to God. God said, I want to talk. I want to speak to my people. And they said, we don't want to speak to God. You go talk to him. And Moses went up in his presence. And God had to literally transform Moses' body into a powerful incarnate body while he was in the presence of God or lest he die. And yet Moses came walking down out of the presence of God glowing and shining with the glory and the presence of God. And yet that God, that omnipotent God, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning, the end, the first and the last, the one that reigns above all things, took time to come down on top of a mountain and speak. You got to understand that's one of the most powerful things that can happen. People don't understand the power of words. Matter of fact, the Bible says that we became a living being when, when God formed 
Adam and he and they breathed life into him. It says he became a living, living being. Another interpretation of that is he became a speaking soul. Why is that so important? Because that is a God thing. That is a God act. That is a God character. To be able to speak. We are the only part of the creation of God that he gave the ability that only he has. And that's a speak. To declare his words. Words are powerful. Kingdoms rise and fall at the sound of his voice, at the sound of our voice. Destruction comes because of words. We see today in our, in the, our nation's capital as people are throwing words, constantly throwing words, and it's powerful. It has an impact, but it's words, and it's powerful. It's a God act. But I got to tell you something. God is about to start speaking in some ways that we never dreamed he could speak, and a lot of people are going to say, it's thundering. What is that? What's the shaking? What do I feel in my very being as you feel the reverberation of the voice of God go through your skin and into the very cells of your being? You're going to say, what was that? Because when God speaks to you, you can't just say, well, that was nice. <laughs> uh, he said in these last days, in the beginning, God, in different ways, in different manners, spoke. And he spoke to his holy prophets. Imagine being one of those people where you're surrounded by everything that it seems to not represent God and all of a sudden you hear words that shake you to your core we look at the prophets in the in the old testament Samuel in the book of Samuel first chapter or first Samuel third chapter and verse 1, it makes this statement in the first part. Hannah was barren and didn't have children. And she told God that if she'd give her a child, that she would, he would, she would give that child to the Lord to minister before him. And God honored her and blessed her. And Samuel was born. And after he was weaned, then she brought him to Eli and, and gave him to the house of God. And this young child that was born began to minister to the Lord at a very early age. He began to minister. He was drawn to the presence of God. He was touched by the presence of God. He ministered to the Lord in the temple. It's like, it's like he knew from his birth. He knew God. He knew to worship God. He knew, he knew what it was. But then in chapter 3, it says the voice of the Lord, the word of the Lord was rare in those days. The word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. Oh, my. We've lived through a few times like that where there was no widespread revelation. And yet God's been speaking. Oh, come on, somebody. I tell you, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, but it's not God that shuts up. It's us that quit, quits listening. Come on, somebody. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. But all of a sudden, one day, Samuel was in his bed. Eli was very old, and he, he couldn't see. And Eli was not a faithful prophet of God. Eli was not a faithful priest before the Lord. And his sons were wicked and did wicked in the sight of the Lord. But Eli did not bring them under subjection. And God, but God was raising up a voice. Listen to me. The voice, the word of the Lord was rare. But God had done birthed somebody that could hear his voice. He done, he done brought somebody into the world that could literally hear what he said and speak it to humanity. And one night, Eli, his eyes were dim, up in years, went to bed, and Samuel laid down, and all of a sudden, Samuel heard something. He heard his name, and he jumped up and ran into Eli's chamber, and he said, here am I. What do you need? The prophet, or Eli said, I don't need anything. Go back to bed. He went back and laid down. And the second time, he heard somebody say, Samuel. He jumped up, ran into Eli's chamber and said, here am I. And he said, child, I didn't say anything. Go back to bed. And then the third time, he ran in there and he heard his name. He ran in. And all of a sudden, Eli said, whoa, 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 something's up here. Something's happening. And he said, son, listen, go back and lay down. And next time you hear that voice, you say, here am I. I'm listening. Samuel went back and laid down. And this time, God said, Samuel, Samuel. Can you imagine hearing that voice? I'm not talking about having a feeling. I'm not talking about thinking maybe I heard that. I'm not talking about having a thought. I'm talking about the frequency of heaven, the very words and frequency of the throne room penetrating earth's atmosphere and coming into your ears and vibrating into your ears. It goes through every cell of your body, every nerve of your body, and all of a sudden the word of God filled Samuel, and he said, here am I. Speak, for your servant listens. Oh, my, what God, what God would do just to have people say, speak, God. I'm listening. I'm listening here. I want to hear your voice because God wants to talk to his people. Hallelujah. He began to talk to prophets, and Samuel grew up hearing God's voice and being the, the mouthpiece of God, speaking forth the very thing. Matter of fact, his first assignment, his very first assignment was a declaration, Eli, that he did not want to speak. And yet, Eli said, go ahead, son, I need to hear it. I need to hear what God has to say. Oh, come on. I believe there's a people rising up in this earth that's saying, go ahead and speak. Go ahead. We need to hear what the Lord's saying. We need to hear what God's saying. And he gave him a word of rebuke and a, a word that's hard to give. 
Sometimes I've, I've felt in my life, I thought, God, why, you know, give me something good to say, you know. There's been so many times that I've had to be the bearer of bad news and, and correction to people, and I don't like that. that that's something I don't like to do. Many times as soon as my eyes open in the morning, that's when God speaks to me. I told him one time, I said, God, I really need to sleep, you know. I'll, I don't know why I said that, but I just did. I know that sounds bossy. So now a lot of times, as soon as my eyes open in the morning, the voice of God begins to speak to me. And a lot of times, I don't, I don't want to hear what he's got to say because he's telling me that I have to go talk to somebody about a situation that isn't, not, isn't fun. You'd rather not have to do that because no matter what you do, you're going to be the bad guy in this. Even if it turns out good, you're going to be the guy that, you know. But these prophets, they heard the voice of God. They heard the word of the Lord, and they would speak it. Have you ever read through the prophets of, of the Old Testament and think, how? Why would they do that? Why would they go ahead and speak when they knew what was coming? They knew it was going to cause them trouble. They knew it was going to cause persecution because I got to tell you something. Whenever God speaks, when the frequency of heaven penetrates earth's atmosphere and comes and vibrates inside of your head and goes through your body, it's not like you just heard a word and a nice little conversation. It is something that literally takes over you and it fills you and it compels you and you can't do anything but that word that word that word that word it is it literally takes over your being and as jeremiah said i tried to stop talking i tried to stop doing it i tried to stop giving the word of the lord but he said all of a sudden my bones it's like my bones were on fire. What was that? It was the very frequency of heaven vibrating inside of his body and had to come out somewhere because his bones felt it. Speak for your servant hears. El Elyon, God Most High, El Roi, the God to see it. And this is one I really like, El Shaddai, the almighty, all-sufficient God spoke by his prophets, Nehemiah, Nathaniel, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Zephaniah, Zechariah. Ezra Habakkuk, Malachi, heard the word of God, felt that vibration, felt that frequency, and felt the power of his words come into their very being. And they spoke. But when they spoke, it was not mere man's words. It was the words of God 
coming through their vocal cords, taking the air of this atmosphere, the air of this earth, and the vocal cords of a human being, mixing that together with the almighty frequency and voice of God, and all of a sudden words from heaven begin to manifest and come out into our atmosphere, into our land, into our earth, and they cannot turn to him void. They will accomplish what he said. We need to be careful of the word of the Lord. It's not a light thing. I believe in the gifts of the Spirit. I believe in tongues and interpretation. I believe in prophecy. I believe in the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom. I believe that God is speaking today, but I get, I get crosswise where I hear people say, say that was a word from the Lord, and 10 minutes later they can't tell you what the Lord said. Was it a word of the Lord? If it was the word of the Lord, how is it we can just walk away from it and not remember what he said? For years, Pentecostal churches felt like it was, like, it was a, an, a, a, an accredited thing to have tongues and interpretation in their, in their Sunday morning services. That meant they were Pentecostal, and that's all they wanted. They had to have it because that meant it was Pentecostal. But ain't a one of them could tell you what he said. I'm going to tell you, if God speaks like that, we need to stop and say, whoa, okay, okay. Somebody record that. Somebody write that down. We need to, we need to possess that word. And that word needs to possess us. Uh, come on. Y'all was, y'all was into it with me a while ago. Now you, now you feel like you're in trouble. <laughs> the word of the Lord. We have the word of the Lord. When God speaks, we, we, need to, we need to pay attention and we need to understand that this is not something light. When this worship team's up here and the word, words begin to come out of their mouth, they're not just singing songs. When, when Sister Val or Sister Angie or whoever just begins to speak, you need to, you need to worship God. You need to be careful to worship God during that time and receive and hear. Why? Because it is the very frequency of heaven starting to come through the air and vocal cords of a human being. And we need to hear it. We need to absorb it. Come on. When you say, God, speak. Ain't none of us like to talk if we don't think somebody's listening. Well, I met a few folks that do, but. <laughs> I've been around people that talk and, and nobody's listening. They're just looking for somebody. And if you dare make eye contact with them, then they're on you, you know. But they just, they never stop. That's called compulsive talking. Talking is important. Talking is powerful. But when we talk about the word of the Lord, when we talk about God gave me a word, that is not some light thing. I've got, I've got prophetic words that have been spoken over my life for years, and, and every little bit I'll go back and go through those and pray over them and, and, I, and, and check and see how, what part of it has come to pass lately. And it's exciting when you go back and read those words and you start reading down through the, oh, yeah, yep, 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 that's happened. Yeah, yeah, we're there. Yeah. It's amazing. 
It's not just words. It's not just breath. It is, it is the very vibrations and frequencies of heaven coming. Now, some of y'all just, just backed up and said, that's it. I ain't going to let this gift work in me anymore. It's scary. No, we got we to gotta be obedient. We got to be willing. Amen. I know some of you talked to him and said, I just don't want to get it wrong. You will. That's where the mercy and grace of God comes in. Because Holy Spirit's an interpreter. And sometimes those people don't even hear what you, what you said. They hear what the Holy Spirit's making, turning it to. <laughs> sometimes I'm amazed after a service, somebody will come up to me and say, man, I read that, that, that one thing. That really spoke to me. And they'll start telling me what, what spoke to them. And I'm standing there thinking, I didn't say that. <laughs> and for a long time, I would think, aren't they listening? Then I'd realize, oh, yeah, Holy Spirit's taking up the slack for me. <laughs> he's filling in the blanks. He's interpreting for us. But he spoke by the prophets of old. And the reason they spoke, the reason they went forward and spoke is because it's not something that you can just lightly say, well, you know, God, I, I hear that, but no. The voice of God penetrates to the very cells of your being, to your bones. And when you hear his voice, it's going to come out. No matter, no matter how much you try to fight, it's going to come out. Amen. What I, what I do most of the time for years now, I've, I've, I'll take that, I'll take what I hear, and I'll start saying, God, give me wisdom, give me wisdom, give me the wisdom of this word, give me, tell me how to, how to say this. When I'm ministering to people that I don't know and in, in places that I don't know anybody, and I begin to speak into people's lives, I don't say what I know because I can look at people. As I'm teaching, I can look at people that I'm teaching, and I hear what's going on in their life. But I don't turn around and say that. I keep on teaching until I hear the, the wisdom. And then I'll turn around and give them the wisdom because the wisdom of the Word is healing. The wisdom of the Word is salvation. The wisdom of the Word changes lives. The knowledge of the Word a lot of times does damage. you got to be careful not just to say what you know. Knowledge is knowing what to say. Wisdom is knowing how and when to say it. Amen. The word of the Lord speaking today. Oh, how did, I don't know how far I'm going to get in this because I hear God speaking to us. I hear the voice of the Lord today. He spoke in time by the prophets. Speak. Speak. For your servant hears. The word of the Lord can literally change nations. One word from God released into the atmosphere can change nations, can change whole areas. I got to tell you, I'm just going to tell you this. This area is changing. 
This region is changing. Amen. This region is changing. The oppressive spirit that has dominated this area is raising and lifting and being torn apart. You know why? Because the word of the Lord has been been declared over and over, spoken to the atmosphere. And lately there's a whole lot of people saying, speak for your servant hears and is declaring the word of the Lord. And the word of the Lord is literally going into the atmosphere, into the heavens, and tearing down the principalities and powers, breaking apart the very the very covering of this oppressiveness, the angelic realm of Satan, Satanic activity is beginning to be confused and tore apart. And there is a there is a glory that is descending at, down in this place, coming and going. There is a glory that's coming upon this area, in this region, and we are beginning to see the very glory. We're beginning to see that outflow of the words of the Lord that have been declared over this region. And people, faithful people, has been declaring and speaking the word of the Lord, and we are starting to see the fruit come forth of that very voice of heaven coming through the voice of earth and into the atmosphere of this place. And there is a change that has taken place. There is breaking taking place. Chains are breaking. The heavens are breaking. The covering is breaking. There is a liberty taking place. And it's because of the word of the Lord. Stand with me today. This is, this is a time in history this is a time in history in this region that has never been before history is being written right now the book of Acts is getting ready to include what took place in the Ozark region and the Ozark mountains because the word of the Lord has penetrated the encapsulating oppressive presence and power of witchcraft over this region, and it's breaking apart, and the glory of God is coming through and settling upon this region, and we're beginning to see it. People that have a hunger. There are people that's beginning to say, I'm hungry and I don't know what I'm hungry for. I'm hungry for something. And they're going to they're gonna have this desire for the presence of God. And they're going to be, they're going to begin to come seeking, seeking, because there is a glory that is coming upon this region. There's a glory that's coming upon this area. There are men and women of God that are rising up. They've cried out in silence for years. They've cried, cried, cried out in obscurity by themselves for years. But now all of a sudden their voice is beginning to rain like trumpets blowing in the sound of this way in the air. And we're beginning to hear the very call of heaven. The trumpeters of heaven are blowing today and it's coming into the atmosphere. <laughs> Glory. Hallelujah. 
Father, get us ready. Get us ready. Speak. Your servant hears. I'll say that today. Speak. Your servant's listening. Your servant's listening. We've gone from the era of Old Testament threats to New Testament power. And today the word of the Lord is not just threatening us and telling us to get right. The word of the Lord is breaking the chains of bondage. The word of the Lord is breaking the powers of the enemy. The word of the Lord is breaking the strongholds of the devil. And when we speak, strongholds break, chains fall, and people begin to feel released in the presence of God. Freedom, freedom. Sister Val was prophesying it this morning, freedom. I don't know about you, but all I can say is, God, just let me be a part. Let me be a part of it, God. Let me hear your voice. I've lived my whole life for this time. I've struggled and lived my whole life for today, for right now, for what's happening, for where we're going. I was born for this. I was literally filled from my childhood for this very moment and God is releasing it you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this this is your time <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> thank you for the word Lord thank you God for speaking <laughs> Thank you for speaking, Lord. God, let your word reverberate throughout this region in the hearts and lives of people. God, the leaders that you've raised up, God, I pray that your word would literally vibrate in their bones today, Lord God, that they would feel the fire of your frequency. Feel in the very beings, Lord God. Holy God, holy God. You might think, Pastor, you get a little wild and, and loud. Uh, you, don't, you don't understand the fire that's burning inside, burning in my very being. It's the presence of God. You can't contain it. You can't hold it. It's God's presence literally coming through every cell and particle of your being. And God says this morning that I'm coming to my people and I'm going to set your very cells on fire with my presence and you're going to burn with my glory. You're going to burn with my presence. Lord says, I'm going to make you glow. I'm going to make you glow with my Shekinah glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh God, thank you for your word. Thank you for caring, God. Thank you for releasing the frequency of heaven into this earth again. Oh, God. 
Holy God. Oh, you're holy. You're amazing. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Almighty God. Oh, God. Holy God. Hallelujah. Holy is your name. I hear the Lord saying, I'm raising up a people that when they speak, it will superheat the cells of people that are that are listening, they will literally feel that they will literally feel the very cells of their being getting hot because of my word. The frequency of my word is going to cause them to have a reaction. They're literally going to feel the heat of you. Oh, I they're literally going to feel the heat of the presence of God coming from you. Oh, listen to me. This is the word of the Lord today. There are hungry people. There are hungry people across this area that are being drawn and coming into the presence of the Lord for encounters. Encounters, face-to-face -face encounters. The Lord, the Lord says, I want to see you. I want to look into your eyes. I want to speak to your face. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. 